Welcome! And guess what? I'm back for season two of Dive Deep with Lavinia. And I have to say, I couldn't do this without this remarkable young man trying to bug me <laughs> every day. And oh, say, stop. Lavinia, when are you starting your podcast again? And I'm like, I'm so lazy, lazy, lazy. And I was like, I'm dragging it all the time. And then all of a sudden today, we're like, okay, I don't care. Let's do this. Let's do an impromptu podcast for the first, like, first re, I don't know, like, comeback of season two of Dying. Revival. Revival. Like, literally a new life. But we (laughs) are coming back strongly hopefully strongly i haven't really thought about like the topics or find people but i'm pretty cool like talking alone i have so much stuff to talk about since like the last time i've done the podcast but let's welcome today's guest which is the amazing mark evans (laughs) hello i am currently making bread so if you hear (laughs) weird noises i promise it is just dough but that's my personality well, literally. Hi, Lavinia. I, how are you doing? <laughs> I I I'm uh, like half dead, but I am so glad to be able to talk <laughs> to you because, like, this is like okay. I've just been on Mark's podcast, and if you haven't gone there, you might be under a rock because he's just been so active on his podcast and been bringing so many cool people on his podcast. You want to talk about your podcast? Well, well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I I feel like lockdown has really helped because I've had no hobbies recently. Um, And so having to do a podcast has really helped me to sort of I don't know, it it puts structure back in my day because I'm such a freak for organization and like I'm a pedant, like I think I'm a nightmare to live with at uni because everyone wants to just chill out and I'm there like, wash the dishes. So then when I've got a new episode, I'm like, okay, we need to have an image, we need to have the right name, we need to have make sure the tags are in the right place, does it look okay? Um, But I mean, it's all fun and games, you know? Um, And also, Lavinia. Thank you so much for our episode number three. It was fantastic. I loved it. And the best part is I've just finished episode 14 and three is the most recent one to be released. So now I can just kick back and, you know, enjoy life and oh find a new gosh. hobby to be obsessed about. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I simply must be stopped. <laughs> high production, man. <laughs> Honestly, it's just because I literally had nothing else to do. But also, how cool is this? I've had loads of people who approached me to be guests. So instead of me begging my friends, just yourself, to like, you know, give me time of day, approached by people from like our university, the University of Exeter, got to give it a shout out because it's how we met. Um, and just people that like, you know, I would never even dream of like asking to be on the podcast with approached me um and be like and i feel like i'm still very early stages yeah exactly and i feel like i'm very early stage of the podcast still so you know thanks to you and your inspo just moving on and up you know man you are way ahead (laughs) i'm I'm really not (laughs) literally you know for my last season i actually decided to like end it by like episode 20 but literally like after episode 60 i don't know like 
a heck of stuff happened. I'm gonna talk it on another podcast. And let's not like throw it all here, but like <laughs> heck of stuff happened. And so like I was like, oh, never mind. Like I'll just put it there, and then like nobody really cared until like after <laughs> I think till the start of this year, because like a lot of new stuff starts coming up. And then I was like, okay, I really should get my podcast back because I feel like I have so much to talk about. And so yeah. I- I'm like, okay, whatever. I've got to start this or else I'll be like, bye till like 2022. I'm not even doing it. <laughs> well, that's but, what I think is so cool about like the difference in our podcast is that I've tried to stay as far removed from my podcast as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I love um, I, I was a guest on a, another podcast, um, Sunday Side Up, with two friends of mine from my course. Mm-hmm. And what was lovely was like, I kind of was able to sort of put my personality out there, but I don't really do that on my podcast. I try and avoid it, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think I just, I mean, as you say, I suppose putting yourself out on the podcast is kind of exhausting. And that, I was quite wary and I suppose afraid of doing that because, you know, it's not, there's no guarantee people are going to like you. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, of course, who couldn't love Lavinia Town, the wonderful, amazing oh, goddess and no. marketing brand and model? And I mean, insert the next 5,000 things that you're going to end up being and doing by the time this gets released, even if it's released tomorrow. You'll have like six more incredible things to your name, you overachiever. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna die from overachieving. But I, I mean, honestly, uh, talking about like showing personality and stuff, I feel like when you are kind of like the host of a podcast and you're like asking people, in in some cases, I realize that a lot of the podcasts I hear, the host doesn't really show a lot of their own like, oh, they can't be really open to talk a lot about themselves. And yeah. a lot more times they were like, oh, I really want to respect my guests. So I would really like ask them a lot. But I feel like mm-hmm. for me and for this podcast, I think going back, I was listening to the old episodes that I did before. I I find that unless my guest is like really like that area that we were talking about is really of their expertise, then mm-hmm. I find that I actually talk quite a lot about my own opinions as well which is like which is like very me because like i really like to <laughs> talk a lot but you also, like to dive deep <laughs> yeah but i also i feel like when i thought about the idea of starting dive deep i was like i not only want to like dive deep into how different people think of different things um mm. i feel like it's more of like personal feelings like i find that right. every, every chat that i have with my friends they actually have a lot of deep like deep meaning as well and mm-hmm. i find that see i i kind of want season two or i kind of want the future direction to be kind of more on that side it's like you know those heartfelt chat rooms mm. where like people can kind of talk about their you know w- weaker side or like kind of feel mm-hmm. coughed like coughed. you want 4 a.m conversations after yeah. the night and the party is over and everyone's sort of comfortable and maybe speaking a little bit too deep and a bit too comfortably but there's yeah. nothing wrong with it at all yeah <laughs> well power to you love yeah, but I also really like how your podcast is because you drive so many people to realize the different different things around them. Because I feel like, okay, I have to be real honest, like over here, people would give no, no shit about like whether um, – somebody's feeling certain things or why per like somebody are advocating mm-hmm. for something like honestly there are so many people who are advocating for like mental health or for just being different uh so-called uh-huh. different you know quotation different yeah, yeah. progression but, <laughs> yeah but it's like they don't they don't really care unless it's like all about themselves but then for right. you when you kind of bring the podcast and when I listened to it I was like this is so different because we realized that there are so many people around us that 
makes a difference, like doing their part to make a difference. What do you、mm. kind of like want? Well, no, you. I think you're dead right. Um,、yeah. what do I want out of it? Oh God, I don't know. Well, the fun thing is that the podcast was kind of. I I feel like I've said this with so many different things, but like I started the podcast with you in mind and with、um, one of my, I'm not even a friend from home, but there's this guy that I I sort of had heard of, who was trans and he went to an all girls school, and I started the podcast and I thought, if I can make any money of this, I'll donate it to him and his top surgery.、Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I started the podcast, I asked him if he would be a guest for me because I'm I'm. Gay. I'm part of the queer community. I can't escape it. I can't change it.、Um, not that I would either, because I mean,、uh, it's fun this、fat. way. <laughs>、um, but you know, it's it's given it's given me the chance to, well, the opportunity to have a different perspective on stuff. Because I find that a lot of my sort of my friends are predominantly female. Although I do have a healthy set of male friends, cis, ma-、uh, straight. These male friends, so you know, shout out to them because they're they're gold.、Um, but a lot of my female friends, I understand the way that they think. But then when I express some difficulties from the queer community,、mm-hmm. they support it, but they don't instinctively realize it's happening.、Mm-hmm. And kind of thinking about that, and then thinking about the way that like. In the media, at the moment, we're always hearing about how you know you can't make jokes about anything anymore. You can't say things anymore. Well, I've I've never understood that. I know you've never understood either, because I mean, like you and I sort of met through fashion society and talking about body positivity and you know, how incredible your modelling is and the progression that is needed.、Mm-hmm. And I'm just kind of sick of hearing that you can't say anything anymore. No, you can. You just can't be lazy about the way you say it. So when I start the podcast, it was kind of like, okay, well, what else don't I know enough about? What else am I not educated about? And why the hell have I not done something earlier?、Mm-hmm. And if it's just me, then great, I'm a bad person. That's great for the world. But if someone else anywhere doesn't know something about any of these topics,、mm-hmm. then surely it's worth talking about in a podcast. Yeah. I don't know. That's my thought. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it. It's all about information, and yeah,、totally. honestly, like to be honest, like even here, like the the months I've been here, I think it's almost half a year. Like it's five months, five plus months. It's like half a year、um, since I <laughs> came back, and I I always feel like over here a lot of things are really sensitive. And、mm-hmm. uh, with multiple reasons why things we talk about nowadays are sensitive, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything here because you know、uh, I don't want to be demonetized or anything. <laughs> but like, but like I,、um, honestly, I have to say because I I grew up Christian. My parents are Christian.、Uh, no, no, my mom's Christian. My dad's not. Um, but I feel like always when people think about、um, oh Christianity and、um, some older generations of Christian、uh, Christians would be like oh you can't befriend you know people who are gay or anything like that and but for me、mm-hmm. when I when I I told you in my podcast I was like the change really broke when I went. To UK and I studied. Yeah, I was alone and I saw so many things that I couldn't see here because over here it's just like freaking cage. Like I can literally, <laughs> say, I I am in the freaking cage and bubble. And honestly, I don't like how I'm here, but I just have to be stuck here because I love my parents. I have to stay with them, and、um, it's just for the better. But、um, as a perspective of that, I. Don't like when people are just trying to stir up hate and things because I because the thing about hate and stuff is because you don't know things about the pe the, the the areas of people that you haven't seen. Like for example, like you don't know a gay person or anything, and then you're just like blah 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 blah. They're like really bad and like it, it's just like very very. It just makes it's that、bad. kind of it's the the lack of. Almost being, I was gonna say it's being 
ignorant, but it's worse than ignorance. It's not having even been in contact with something to then ignore it. It's being completely dismissive. Um, yeah, I've, I mean, that's kind of funny because, you know, one of my episodes in the first series was with a good friend of mine who's religious. Um, and I know for a fact she is not judgmental. Um, and it's funny, again, you say about religion because, like, my grandmother is um, very religious. She goes to church all the time. I mean, you know, with lockdown, it's become obviously more difficult, but bless her, she still accidentally goes to church. <laughs> she turns up when they're live streaming, she just sits there alone and she's like, oh, there's no congregation. Bless her. Um, uh, I probably shouldn't say that, she gets told off. <laughs> um, but, you know, she, I didn't even realize that she knew I'd come out because she treated me the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And yet, there's people who are, quote, Bible bashers and, you know, mm-hmm. or even, I think Islam gets a really bad rep for it as well. I had a really great friend in school who was Muslim, totally accepting. It's not even the individual people who are judgmental. It's kind of the the, the peer pressure yeah. to hold these values that people don't even necessarily agree with. Yeah, exactly. Because I, for me, every every of like being gay or being like Christian, like Christian or any, these are just identity, but it doesn't I like identify the person by itself mm-hmm. because. It, it's just different. Like, I could have met, like, Christians, but I hate them to the guts because they just don't merge <laughs> well with me. Like, it, you know, I study psychology and, like, personality and just how we merge. It's, like, the connection between people. And I honestly, I was just always, like, the reason why I want po- want this podcast is to open myself to talk to different people and just make like a peaceful area for people to talk about their their things like talk about them being um be passionate for their hobbies or just being suffering from mental health or just Mm. simply you know being themselves i just want them to like feel like this is somewhere i want to be myself as because i feel like when you know you you asked me before it's like how can you even talk to yourself in one podcast just like literally just talk in front of the mic and Mm -hmm. blabber for an hour (laughs) but it's just (laughs) like i feel like for me when i was talking it's just like not only talking to myself but also i don't know anyone who's who who would be listening to it I feel like I hope that what I was saying would kind of feel like they would have the same experience to it. Like I might feel yeah. sad, you might feel sad, everyone would feel sad. But how are we like going through with it, or are we mm-hmm. dare to? How do we cope? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even admit that because I feel like people, um, just I don't know. I I feel like I'm bashing my my place a lot but i honestly and mm-hmm. honest to god i don't like this place and this has been yeah this has just been trashing my life to the max so, so well honestly i think just like one of the greatest things about your podcast because you do talk on your own is that like it doesn't feel or sound as if you are like talking in a room on your own staring at a wall because that's what i tried to do and i couldn't do it the fact that you don't give away the fact that you're not talking to anyone it feels like we're in the room mm-hmm. and i don't know like it's it's kind of funny because you know when someone like shares quite a deep and personal thing like a sad sometimes thing but just deep it's funny because there's not really an emotion for how you feel when someone gives you that kind of like emotional package because it doesn't feel sad it doesn't feel happy it's kind of uplifting but it's not got its own kind of motion it's it's almost like it's breathed something new into the room do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah it's like the atmosphere has a new aroma and you're yeah exactly you're in in a new kind of new bubble and kind of blocking out things that's been around you because Honestly, like negative thoughts just comes out very naturally, and I've actually when I when I've started the podcast, I did a few episodes like 
I did one episode which was like cry equals weak question mark <laughs> and mm. um, I think that episode was super <laughs> impromptu like literally I was in like nearly late at night and I was before I was going to sleep and all of a sudden I I it just went in my mind and I want to talk about this thing about crying and whether crying was really like a sign of weakness because I've, I I felt like what the the recent time when I just came back to Hong Kong I was in quite a lot of like mental meltdown and it was just mm. kind of like I couldn't adjust to myself like over here but then I was starting to get like messages of like some of my friends around because they like to find me and like talk about their their inner emotions and they were talking about like how they felt like they shouldn't cry and all of a sudden yeah. i was just thought like okay i have to make an episode about it but it was a very special episode i still remember until now i was like i dragged it until actually i didn't say a lot i think i only said like 20 ish minutes um talking about whether uh actually crying is not weak and also talking about like how guys are also allowed to cry and I think this is also a very important thing because I realized like my guy friends don't like they feel like crying is something like super weak or something and then mm. I, I just I just said in the podcast it's like you know it's just all about you wanting to release your inner inner emotion and your unsteadiness mm. and I still remember the podcast I sound so like I sounded like a lullaby <laughs> Even I, was, I, was like, <laughs> I remember listening to that. I remember listening to the episode and being like, you know, it, I suppose it's becoming the kind of the the male equivalent of burning bras. Male feminism is you can cry if you want to. I remember hearing it and being like, I don't feel like I'm being preached to, which is what sometimes it feels like because I don't like crying. Not because I don't feel like I can, but because I don't know. I just feel embarrassed and I I don't like to reveal you know that's i don't like losing control i think is mm -hmm. the point and i feel like when i cry i can't hold it in and that's what the feeling of crying i just don't enjoy but when you were talking about it it didn't feel like i was being told you should cry it was saying <laughs> if you need to cry it, the crying isn't the problem yeah. you know it's the yeah. fact you got there beforehand yeah so thank you for that episode it helped Aww. And also it came at a time when I think we all needed it, you know, like, yeah. you know, the situation at the time was not particularly great globally. We needed mm -hmm. to cry. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, and also I remember I added like a, I think a 10-ish minute long of a music by the end of the, like the episode because I changed the outro. And I was like, I love that session of music. So I was like, hey, how about you listen to this music and just like fall to sleep and I don't know, another day is going to be better. I don't know, fingers crossed, another day it's gotta be better after yeah. this after this episode. And I, I, I also I find really fun to do like these type of podcasts and yeah, just like kind of share share the kind of I, I like how kind of the electric field it's it sounds so weird, but like the electric field of people's minds and hearts connecting to certain things that it just happens around us and that was kind of what i was going for so i guess i guess how Hon this honestly i totally agree with that because it's like it, it, uh, yeah i mean honestly you're just you're speaking you're speaking words of wisdom and truth to me here i'm just i know i'm <laughs> supposed to be the guest on your podcast but i feel like I'm interviewing you because I just miss you and I just need more Lavinia in my life. It's as simple as that. <laughs> I need more Mark in my life. Why did it take this long for us to do this episode? Honestly. Uh, me, me being lazy. Well, I didn't want to be the person to say uh... it, but correct. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I mean, uh, honestly, I... I feel like this podcast also has a great meaning to being a start of this whole 
new new season of Dive Deep because oh, mm-hmm. I've I've been saying before we recorded everything and shit. I, um, I was going through a major like mental meltdown, um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Impressive. luckily I'm not putting like videos on YouTube or everyone's gonna see like my freaking swollen eyes. <laughs> Your like, eyes are not swollen. You look lovely. Not that you know appearances matter compared to mental health but don't beat yourself up you look lovely oh how can i (laughs) i live without mark like i have to always say that because like mark just gives off like (laughs) the the vibe that i love so much like i feel like like since we've met in exeter for fashion society it was just so so weird like the connection we did connect very fast we were connecting like really fast and i I feel like although we haven't actually seen each other that much but it was really really fun when when even when we like i came back and we were so busy and when you started your podcast Mm -hmm. i was like mark And I was like, get, yes. get here now. <laughs> um, <but laughs> what I, I love is the fact that like the, one of the first interactions we had was the two of us working on the Fashion Society stall in Freshers Week. Mm-hmm. And we sat next to each other and we had never really spoken. And <gasps> the two of us, like, I was kind of like, hi guys, do you want to join Fashion Society? And here's you with your gorgeous accent that I love so much and your sweet voice shouting out, Fashion Society, Fashion Society, so much fun. Come join. Clothes, beauty, makeup, fashion. Come join us. Do you want a sticker? I'll give you a sticker. <laughs> it's like, we have such different approaches, but this one, she's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, oh, my gosh. Like, you you reminded me. What like, can I say? We we actually, our first encounter was fa- the, the, the Freshers' Fair. I was like, literally, I was like, yeah. when did I met Mark? I felt like I met you like forever, like since like the start of my year. But then I realized it was just like the last year. But it was really fun. Like I, rem- for me, when I remembered you, I was like, I have seen, I've seen you before because on our second what? year, because on our second year, we, we did, there was a shoot that, shoot yeah fashion society uh, with the photography society and remember you mm-hmm. were one of the models um and then you know oh what God, my initial me no 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 <laughs> like you know what my initial thought was when i was like when we we're shooting i was like oh god that guy is so professional like <laughs> he looks so oh hot <laughs> well that's far too kind of you because i i never got employed for anything for modeling which i think was good because you know i needed to it's not what i want to do for life it was just a bit of fun and it stayed fun so i'm grateful to that but i, I mean that. you know i tried the damn thing you're doing the damn thing you know oh, as, as we said in my podcast like you you don't think you do whereas i'm a thinker you're a doer and you know it's i mean the space for everyone in the world but girl fate mother nature god someone created space for you that's for sure because you know there there are no two lavinia tams put it that way <laughs> i i'm a doer to the extreme like I, I i just go like i just want to do this i don't want to do that i just want to do everything you either do world. or you don't but there's no in between <laughs> oh i god save do me or don't livinia tam <laughs> I well hey god needs to save me for many other things but not that that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> but i mean after and, and i think it was so surprising because like after after the, the second year and then it was like applying for third year and then when we got like oh who's who who has became like the committee and stuff like that and it was it was so weird because originally like i saw mark but I did, but when we did the shoot um i didn't know who you were and then when we met i was like oh i remember this guy he's like i remember that face like, yeah <laughs> i remember that face and then oh, but it's so weird because like when we sat together and we did the the freshers fresh freshers fair 
it's just so weird. Like we were instantly connected, and we just knew how to like get people over. Mm-hmm. And you you were just really like going in for like telling people like, oh, yeah, no, look at this beautiful picture. <laughs> I still remember no, that. No, but then, but remember, the funniest thing though is that like I find I don't know about you, there's a weird balance between me getting anxious because I I can get quite badly anxious between being anxious and being kind of that drive of adrenaline. I remember on that day, I was so sweaty because I'm from the North and people who don't live in the UK will not understand this. People who don't live in the North won't understand this. To go outside anywhere without a coat, it has to be absolutely boiling unless you're a freak of nature. So when I would walk up Exeter, all those hills and everything, I would like put a coat on on that particular day, it did not look boiling outside, but it was absolutely scorching. I remember getting to this stall, feeling like the sweat was dribbling out of my crevices and sitting next to you and being like, if anyone notices my sweat patches, I'm going to die. So let's just shout as loud as possible and be far too like fastly spoken and just give them all my energy. And that way they don't realize that I am wet. And then there's you next to me being like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to head down to the cathedral in a minute because I've got like a modeling thing that I'm putting together because I'm doing the Sancho's fashion show. And I was like, oh, my God, this girl is an overachiever. I'm going to stick around here. And then we do our own fashion show, you and me modeling together. I, like, there's one of my favorite pictures actually from the fashion show is the two of us hugging. I love it. It's really cute. It's so cute. But of course, it's got you and me in it, baby cakes. Who else do we need? <laughs> I much appreciate that when I I was on your podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm drowned with love about like me being like queen of social media. And I was like, um, I'm more like quotation queen of social media. More like actual. Because <laughs> honestly, like I, I, I love doing every single thing that I do right now. And I have more stuff coming. Uh, I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd be disappointed if you didn't because, you know, where is it going, Lavinia? But I feel like uh, the the mental breakdown that I had yesterday was really all about how I was kind of overwhelming with a lot of things. And I I think it just all started from like third year. I mean, it was really fun because I start knowing more people, growing the growing what I was actually doing. Um, but at the same time, like now when I'm back, it's such a different environment. It's just like every single second I was like, I mm. want to return to Exeter and just hide in a little corner because I can't stand in this big city. This, over here, it's like wonderful. It's so easy to get everything. It's so easy to go everywhere. But then it's also very easy to get your mind starting to you know, mm-hmm. just crumble together. And for to me, fall apart. Yeah, and for me doing so many things, it, it's just so, it's, it's starting to get so hard to find really heartfelt people that kind of connects with That's you. That's so true. Heart base. And when you start to grow older and older, and even even with some friends, like quotation friends around you, they kind of like try to give you advice and they'd be like, you know, you can, uh, you haven't really thought about this business thing at all. And then you haven't really got a direction or they'll be like, Oh, I'm, I really want to kind of tell you how you could, um, kind of achieve this. I I did some, I found Mm -hmm. some research. I want the best for you. But then in somehow like some case those actually triggered my mind more than anything and i think when i thought about that i was like because i i feel like i couldn't connect with them i couldn't i couldn't feel the the this the spatial feel the love the love yeah <laughs> the, the 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 love that they yeah. give me it's not kind of not what i thought it would be and so it starts and then i would start thinking about a lot of stuff and it's like overwhelm 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 and it's like stacking up again 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 and it starts to grow to a massive pillar of um anxiousness as you said you know you get you get so anxious and then all of a sudden it's just fall down and then you'll be like <sighs> and then mm. Well, I turned 21 last month, 
And um, it's the weirdest thing because you kind of, like, everyone's, you know, all excited for their birthdays, blah, blah, blah. But I've honestly found that, like, turning 21 has not been a letdown, but it's not been exciting either. You just kind of go, oh, yeah, okay, great. So I'm an adult now. I've been an adult for a while. Nothing's really changed. You're the same person you were beforehand, same person I was last week or yesterday or next week. But then at the same time, you can think, well, with age, I have changed though, because I'm not the same person I was, but I am, but I'm not. I have the same qualities as I used to have. They're just maybe in a different order. And as you say, then you look at your friends and you can like, I don't know if I know you as well anymore. I don't know if we're the same anymore. And sometimes the better and sometimes the worse. It's just different. But also, like, that's not a bad thing necessarily. Like, sometimes it's sad. But the advantage is that you appreciate some people more, you know? Yeah. And also, I feel like when I... Honestly, I felt like when I got to 21 years old... Um, and also returning back home, I felt such a big difference. I literally, I think I also said in your podcast that literally it was December 2020, just that one month. So much has changed that twenty me in 2021, January 1st, was so different from 2020, uh, 31st of December. Like... It was just like literally a split change, but also I felt a lot more of me. And when we were back in university, I I became more not me. Okay, that sounds really weird, <laughs> but it, I, I feel like I I I'm glad that I was doing a lot that I I couldn't do before. But then the more that I do, I. I start to lose myself. I feel like those like mad scientists that like try to brew their brew their potion, and then like at some point they just go like ah, mad. Yeah. And that was kind of like me right now. I don't know about you, but like, do you do you kind of um, it's like different culture as well. But do you get like still get supported by your parents, or you're not like you're you're financially free? I think. My thing is that I am so independent, sometimes painfully so, that Mm -hmm. it's quite hard for me to, I don't want to say ask for help, because I'm I'm good at kind of like knowing when I need help, but Mm -hmm. it's difficult for me to almost, I'll do it completely on my own, independently, come hell or high water, and only when it goes wrong will I then ask for help but I'm kind of trying to now look at things as a whole and say okay well I could do this on my own I would be a wreck by the end of it Mm -hmm. so I'll ask for help from the offset Mm -hmm. I'll keep I'll keep myself this chunk of work for myself I'll keep my independence in this set but I need a bit of help with this extra thing and I'll help Mm -hmm. that ask for help from the very beginning um Financially, um, I mean, I'm not an international student, so life is easier for me than you. I don't know how it's, oh, you know, moral God. for, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's terrible, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I'm, uh, it's quite weird because going on a year abroad to Russia, it's weird. The costs are kind of the same overall, but only because life and cheap is russia life in russia is cheap wow i don't speak english well um, <laughs> but the the biggest expenses are upfront. so like once you paid for your flights and your insurance and a bit of your accommodation you're kind of okay you know mm. kind of not all that expensive so it's not like my degree has crippled me in any way it's just that you kind of got to take the hit first and then scale back. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm also a bit of a freak. I don't know if you do this. I've not met anyone else who does this apart from me. I have a budget book and I write everything down in it. That I spend on my student card when I'm at uni and it literally like tracks all the expenses of every week 
I keep it like dated, all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even the items that I've spent money on. And that way I can look and I'm like, okay, cool. I like, I spent a lot of money last week, but this week it's okay. Cause I did all my food shopping last week. So this week I'm good fridge food for a week. That is so good. I, I need to do that. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm just so bad with. Um, handling finances in such a case like I I think it's only because I start to do business and and things that I actually start to record what I I, mm-hmm. I do and also in a case that um, okay one of the burdens that I have the reason why I asked you about like finance and stuff is because one of my burdens that I have when I came back to Hong Kong was because when I was becoming 21 I I felt the urge of not leaning on my parents for financial mm, stuff, but I feel that. be an honest fact, I couldn't survive here without my parents supporting me because, dude, like, I can't even afford rent in Hong Kong. Like, how can I even move out from my parents' home? Like, I was already, like, very comfortable staying here, and... As much as I want to be independent, I could not be independent. And, um, but starting like when, when I can, and it's just like, it, it felt guilty, you know? It's the natural instinct from this mm. culture. And also, like, from our culture, it kind of felt like when you start to have income, you should actually give back from to your parents. Like, um, there's oh, kind wow. of like a feeling of like, because your parents, like, in there's in in the I don't know maybe the Chinese kind of like mindset or I don't know for other culture but um it was kind of embedded you know um to mm. give a part of your income as family savings because kind of like return mm. the offer of, of your parents giving you so that much makes sense I suppose yeah to learn or to grow you know how they say there's a mm. Chinese like there's Cantonese phrase called uh called you say Batman. Um, oh whole- yes, I know it very well. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I was like, for a second, I was like, oh my gosh, Mark must be secretly studying Cantonese. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: I do know one phrase, but I will say it so badly. Yeah. Um, it's a hen gao xin ren shi ni. Ah, hen gao xin ren shi ni. That's magic. Hen gao xin ren shi ni. That's I'm very, I'm very bad at Asian languages. I gave <laughs> oh, up very uh, early on. <laughs> don't worry, like Mandarin's better, but Cantonese is like really hard. But anyways, the <laughs> one that was like that one that was uh, I was talking about. You say Batman. This one is okay. actually saying that um, to bring up a children here in Hong Kong, um, you need. Oh, sorry, if I'm you. Everyone I'm listening, Lavinia is making Lavinia is making the best hand gestures. She's like counting her fingernails and then measuring the length of them, and then rocking back and forward as if she's in a hospital, trying to slowly shake out of okay, the room and um, escape. Um, uh, say Batman means four with seven zero. Four with seven zero, right? Yeah, I think so. How how is four in four with seven zero in English? <laughs> Forty million. <laughs> yeah, that's that's forty million. Forty million. Yeah, they say to bring up a kid here in Hong Kong takes forty million dollars, Hong Kong dollars. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you expensive. Oof. <laughs> it's expensive to be made (laughs) but this is actually literally a phrase that um, Hong Kong people use or yeah in in Asian bring up a children needs 40 million dollars and in a sense when you think about it um, the current generation of us like fresh graduates coming out it is impossible to get 40 million in a short period of time um of yeah. course if your parents are like really young still then sure you have time to save but not mm-hmm. every every family is like this like my family per mm-hmm. se my parents are only had me at a very like old age already and 
for me, I felt so guilty of using their money because they have been saving these monies for a long time, like mm-hmm. ten times my said, okay? But it, it's just all this with all this like mindset and and I don't know, like renting a place here in Hong Kong is freaking expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 unbelievable. Like it's three hundred. I think the cheapest you can find is at least like four hundred pounds. Like bloody hell for a month. And I was like, what the heck? And it, it's not even a good one. Like four hundred pounds is not even a freaking good one. And I was mm. uh, also I was like watching this like um Taiwanese cartoonist on YouTube, and her husband is um actually someone from Hong Kong, and she was comparing like the prices of like Taiwan and Hong Kong, and she said like you know renting a car space here in Hong Kong equals to renting a house in Taiwan. Wow. I was like, okay, fine, I'll live in the car park. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, better yet, move to Taiwan. I mean, clearly that's where it's at. <laughs> but honestly, the problem is like I, my lifestyle is I don't want to stay in Newcastle. Never mind. In fact, I don't want to stay in the UK. Never mind Newcastle. Like I can see myself. I don't know if I would like living in London permanently. I think I'd like to live there at some point. You know, mm-hmm. I think most people end up there. At some point in their lives, I'd love to live in New York. I could really handle New York. I would love the lifestyle there. You are very. I mean, obviously, America okay. is like bad, crap, crazy. But yeah. I would love New York. No, but when you say that, I feel you're very, um, you're very suiting to that area. Cause like, thanks. Because you are the vibe, you like to be fun with things, but also mm-hmm. I think New York is also a place that it, it has the craziness, but it also has the area for you to like, you know, lifestyle yeah. a bit. But also like the New Yorkers are tough. And I find that like my problem with being like, I don't want to say like in the South, but being in the South, people are like on the one hand kind of less friendly I don't want to say rude, but less friendly than Newcastle. Mm -hmm. But they're also far softer. Like in Newcastle, it's, you know, if you're walking down a street on your own, people will ask, are you all right? You know, where are you heading off to kind of thing? Like that's what we'll do. If a girl's walking on her own, like a group of lads would be like, are you okay? You know, everything's not a problem. I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, like people do get hurt and stuff. Obviously it's not, you know, wonderland but there is a sort of community like of helping people and then when i came to exeter and like my friendship groups would have fallouts and i'd be like uh is this really what people are fighting about your feelings are hurt because someone implied that this was how they felt about the thing that you might have done guys get a grip and like i think moving to someone like new york people would be like Oh, get over it. I need to be told that, you know, I just, I want that kind of, I want that like hard. This is New York. Shut up. Get on exactly stabbing motion. Yeah, That's correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. You should come to Hong Kong. Hong Kong. I would love to visit Hong Kong. Realistic, man. <laughs> yeah. Cause like one of my best friends lived there, um, for a couple of years because her dad's an expat. And, um, I was like, damn, Hong Kong sounds pretty damn cool. Because I went to um, Japan two years. Oh, my God. Well, a year and a half ago now. Does not feel as long as that. But anyway, um, and I loved it because I'd never been to the East in any way. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I really want to go back to, you know, Asia. Mm, yeah. Um... So get the sofa bed out for me. <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, when you when you said like you being in Newcastle is kind of like me being here in Hong Kong. Like, if it wasn't for my parents, I would not have been here. Like, I wouldn't want mm. to be here. Um, mm. I I would very likely be in Vancouver because, like, I feel Vancouver is more my my place than like here. I think it's also because. I gradually start to feel like I don't want to be part of a very busy or complicated world. 
mm-hmm. know, I just want to live in this small bubble mm-hmm. and just live my life and be exposed. Oh, see, I'm the opposite, I think. Yeah, I feel like we should, like, switch life. <laughs> I, I want to be in the big, bad world. I want yeah. to, like, be in the big apple and get eaten alive and cope. Yeah. I mean, that, that's good when you could, but... um. But if you don't want to be there, then it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, for me right now, I, I'm also like, I mean, like, I feel like I'm fighting my way through everything now. But <laughs> once in a while, for me, I feel like I want to be more of in, you know, the comfort little bu- bubble. Like when I was back in Exeter, I used to volunteer working at um, Maker Smart in Gandhi Street. Mm. And I just, I, I love being there i want to be in there forever that is like the most wonderful thing ever that happened to me because like i love being there i love meeting so many people that appreciate art and just Mm -hmm. being there on my computer typing some stuff listening to music drinking a cup of tea that's kind of like the life that i wanted to be in it was like i want to be like in a mid like not too busy but busy place you know not too busy like hong mm-hmm. kong who's like hitting you with shit like it i feel <laughs> suffocated here like oh <laughs> that's like major bad that i have here but mm-hmm. also i mean at the same time i do meet cool people and i do explore a lot but i feel like also at the same time i don't explore enough i i'd like to do something yeah else. i feel like i love my city so much more when i'm being a tour guide when i'm living here i don't appreciate it enough but when i have like a friend come to stay a oh, yeah. family member to come visit it's fantastic like my birthday last year i had two of my friends who are international students they flew to uni with me but they came via newcastle so we had a couple days for my birthday And it was so nice because I was like showing them the different parts of this place and, you know, here's this. And I was kind of like, damn, my my city is kind of cool. And seeing it through someone else's eyes gives it kind of a new life. Mm -hmm. But I would totally be bored by it if I never had to show off to anyone, you know? Like I would be a perfect tool guide to anyone who's coming to Hong Kong. Like bring on the fire, people. Stuff that you should not be seeing on a tourist book, okay? Mm. Like the places mm-hmm. where expats go or like any Western tourists come. Nope. You have to go to like real, real places, you know? I have to go to like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's so much more fun when you go to a place through your friend's eyes more than, you know, go, go there as like. Yeah, definitely. But overall, I mm-hmm. just think like we, the, the age and going back to kind of our, our original life apart from university, um, it's just mm-hmm. wow, kind of, it, it, it made me think, a, think a lot. And which is bad mm-hmm. because my brain tends to explode when I start to think a lot. Um, but I mean, it's reality, honestly. Like I can't yeah. be like, Hey, bye reality. Bye. Get away in my face. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just going to go and hide in a cave for a couple of months and like pretend the world doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I I I have been trying to find ways to kind of uh space myself exploring out. the caves. <laughs> uh, exploring the caves, finding a hole to dig to. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I mean, <laughs> But I mean, like, um, for me, having so many uh, social media, I am kind of trying to shut it down, like, shut stuff Mm. down. Um, I might not, like, shut the account down, but, like, I mean, shut my phone Mm. down because, like, I start to, because after, like, a lot of feeling... Um, uncomfortable talking to people I mm-hmm. can practice like shutting my phone before I go to sleep like hours before I go to sleep because I was like mm-hmm. I am so lazy I know I'm lazy so if it's shut I don't want to turn it back on until mm-hmm. I don't know the next day when I need to and yeah, yeah practicing not honestly I, I could very easily leave I mean 
Snapchat, I'm always a minute away from deleting it because it's the devil. But I think our generation is kind of leaving Snapchat more and more, which is kind of nice. But I find Instagram is really difficult because I'm now marketing my podcast on it and I don't like it. Like, I don't like the app. I don't like, you know, like people use it to just stay in touch with people. And that's the stuff I like because I want to obviously be like in touch with my friends. But then there's the people who are still chasing likes and stuff. And like everyone, I suppose, well, not everyone, but a lot of people had that phase as a teenager where they'd put selfies up and like, you know, the whole Instagram movement thing. But now I'm like, damn guys, we're in our twenties and we're still doing that. Really? I don't know. Like it's different when you're modeling like you and you're putting out like art and creativity. But if it's just you holding up balloons and posing and like there's nothing meaningful behind it, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like um, even for the marketing part, like you market your podcast and I have I have my mm-hmm. earrings, my uh, my group, my mm-hmm. community and um the more I see it, the more I, I was like, oh, you know, like the yeah. like even for my business, my earrings, I've I still still until now I've been constantly told, not even my mom or just friends who are just like, when are you gonna get new stuff out? Uh, when are you gonna do this? When are you gonna do that? And. I had a very conscious period of time trying to be like, I need to get more followers. But, you know, you realize something when you're actually doing a business is that the followers doesn't mean you have customers. Like, it's mm. followers, you know? This is someone following you, but it doesn't mean that they would get your stuff. And it it will just get so frustrating, you know, when... Okay, you can realize that when you start a live, you know, a live video of, of your account, because once you start the live, you'll realize who are actually active upon your mm-hmm. account. And you realize that it's just like less than three people. And with that, you it, it just crushes you. And you know that even mm-hmm. out of those three people, it might not be every single one of them being a potential like customer. And this mm. has just been like me kind of feeling so burdened from from and mm. I start I think I had two to three times that I actually start unfollowing accounts. Like I didn't even mm. care if I was be- being friends with them or anything. I just decided to unfollow them because I didn't feel happy when mm. I was looking at their account. Like uh, despite me being so chatty with them or being friends with them mm-hmm. i didn't feel comfortable looking at what they were posting um i think yeah. it, it might it's not their fault what they're posting like they could be posting about them going on holiday or modeling or whatever content they were mm-hmm. putting out but, but you might, just don't want to see it yeah in my sense i was just like i don't want to see it do you know what i really wish we could do i wish the business accounts because like i have my podcast to business account instagram whatever you know thing that's meant to mean to them and i wish we could get rid of seeing the feed because i follow so many accounts on my podcast page not because i want to see them but because they're people that i want to be seeing me and it's as you say like if i'm not following them they'll probably unfollow me so i like i have to follow them you know petty i know but that's the world we live in and i wish i could disable the feed so that i didn't have to see their posts i could just post what i want to post I could explore and look for new pages. I could get notifications. I could even see stories because, I mean, I do more communicating with stories than posts. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see what people are posting. Yeah. I don't care. I, and like, there's no disrespect to anyone, but I've got a personal Instagram page for that kind of crap yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's just like, I. It's it's not their fault what they're posting. It's more like I... Mm-hmm. I don't want myself... I'm not in the place to see it. Yeah, I yeah. don't want myself to go any deeper and deeper into, like, the negative vortex of the world. Like, it just mm-hmm. drowns... Basically, yeah. Yeah, so I, I honestly, mm-hmm. I, I was telling Basically. people... I, I was telling people, like, I don't, I don't care if you unfollow me because 
if mm-hmm. you feel like what I'm posting disturbs you, then yeah, just unfollow me. Like it it doesn't yeah. make a difference to how me mm, and basically. you are going to be friends because I think face to face interaction means more than what we are seeing on the social mm-hmm. media. We all what we're posting honestly i have to be honest it's not reality it's just been oh i i saw the beautiful sun i just take a foot picture with it i post about it yeah. um, people get jealous people get the feeling mm-hmm. I, I i want to be like them and i don't want that feeling to be for the people around me because i have younger um mm younger juniors from high school before and when they always look on Mm. my account and they see all the stuff that i do they're always like oh i envy you i i I really feel like you're so cool and stuff like that and Mm. i realized that i also do that to some of my friends who i see that they're doing really well but then the other day when my friend texted me and she's like you know what you're seeing is not really you know what you realize in our own lives we we just post the happy stuff out we just post our our credibilities out but actually behind that so much work so much negativity so much of crushing our own mentality for it and nobody really sees that and so yeah yeah it's kind of sad in it but i suppose as we were saying before about growing up this is part of it what do you value who do you value? What do you value from the people you value? And what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Boom! Nailed it. Boom. Nailed <laughs> Mic drop. It. Done it! We found the coping way. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love speaking to you, Lavinia. Yeah. We honestly need to keep doing collab episodes. I'll make as many bonus episodes as yeah. I possibly can just yeah. to chat to you, my love. Honestly, you can come on my podcast as much as you want because I mean I I don't mind having like different like the same guests every time because like you know you Neither talk do different, I. We talk different stuff. We we talk more stuff. Like we can talk a lot. It's just this. Let's today. do it, baby. Let's do it. Let's do. Why don't we do some ASMR? <laughs> Let's do an ASMR episode. That would be so funny. I really want to do ASMR, not going to lie. Sweet I've never episode. done it before. I, like, actually, I actually find that like having co, like, co-hosts and stuff, like I, I hear some podcasts mm-hmm. with like, co-hosts is so fun, like so funny. But of course, mm-hmm. it's always like, it's always good to have someone to talk about mm-hmm. things. It's just having a connection. This is just how you get good friends or actually mm-hmm. as in friends. Because I feel like for me, uh, I I call some of them acquaintance because I don't really like. Yeah, I feel that. With them, you know, I can't talk yeah. about all these stuff with them. It's just. Mm-hmm. You know. But you can, but maybe you can talk deep, but you can't talk deep and personal. You can talk yeah. deep about politics, philosophy, life. Yeah. But nothing personal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Also, I actually like doing meditation and guided meditation, and I do a couple with my flat. So, I mean, if you want me to do a bonus episode, we could do some proper, like, mindfulness, you know? Mm. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's drop that down. And we should definitely yeah. do something like that. I, I honestly you thank God we had this impromptu um, podcast because I feel like not only is this episode, like, freaking awesome with good content that i want but also it's kind of like you know you're you're telling me like Lavinia, you should get back on podcasting like you have to yes because the world the podcasting world needs you the podcasting world needs you so stop being so silly i need sponsors out your butthole i'm looking at getting sponsors as well i'm actually looking at getting sponsors because like i'm not based in the u.s so like it's difficult yeah how do you find sponsors Okay. Well, well, I I, I, I know I, I know a a platform I've tried, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get anyone. Maybe it's not because it's it's not in this area, but it's also really hard because like. Oh, I'll try. Yeah, I mean, Thank you. Anyone who's listening to this, sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> Please, honestly, like you know, Please we're both God. students. We're both poor. We need the money. <laughs> 
I take everything back. I said about finance. I'm really, I need the money. I can't feed myself. (laughs) But honestly, we are just two young people who's like trying to live our lives. And girl, save us. (laughs) Someone, someone needs to save me. For real. Someone save me. But okay, I feel like that's enough of a mental breakdown for one episode, right? Yeah, yeah, that is quite enough. But thank you so much for for this chat. And I, I think it's not even a podcast. The pleasure was all mine. A great chat between us and kind of just mm-hmm. having a heartfelt moment for us to like chat a bit more. It's a decent one hour. <laughs> Thanks to all the people who's listening to this. Well, hey, I let me hang on. Let me get a little pic of my podcast episode, um, podcast Instagram rather. See, talk about the devil of Instagram, but I've got to market, right? Give me a cheeky smile, you sexy thing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god, I look terrible. <laughs> podcast face, podcast face, podcast face. <laughs> you know, always <laughs> when you're talking behind the mic, you don't care how you look. <laughs> so it's good. Honestly, so true. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for bringing the first episode being such a vibe. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of people would want to hear Mark more. So, yeah. Well, you, they can find me at mark.mywordspodcast on Instagram. They can find me on my personal at, at Mark C. S. Evans. No punctuation, no spaces, no nothing. Just naked Mark C.S. Evans. And then if you want to find the podcast, it is Mark colon my words on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere that you find your podcasts. You literally sound like this radio. <laughs> or you can use my link tree, my link tree, which is forward slash Mark C.S. Evans. Oh, what can I say? Oh, branding, baby. branding. People... You guys got to follow Mark on every single thing and look at his handsome face and listen to oh, his handsome God. voice. <laughs> Honestly, if that's what you've gotten out of this conversation, then I really need to up my game. Because <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless you. Well, I, I love uh, speaking to you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I love having Okay, anyways, we will have Mark coming back pretty soon hopefully soon i don't know maybe petition for him to come at any time but i uh, hope you really like the start of season two i'm super happy uh because it's starting now finally mm-hmm. um but if you like all the chats that we did if you ever want to talk to me or say something deep just dm me at dive deep w lavinia on instagram Yay! And don't don't forget to like subscribe, follow on like all podcast platform for the both of our podcast. Like, please, like, listen to us. Okay, I'm being. Excited, <laughs> but anyways, I'll see you. <laughs> My love life. I, I I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye. Bye.